Welcome to the Garden of Belonging, a podcast that explores how we can more fully belong to ourselves. I'm your host, Kim K. Gray, a writer, life coach, homeschooling mom, and fellow human on this journey. Here in the Garden of Belonging, all of us belongs. Here we tend to all those parts we've hidden in hopes of fitting in, bringing forth the beauty that is our fullest selves. Let us journey together to more compassion for who we truly are and more courage to be that person. Today, I hope you'll enjoy my conversation with Nicola Humber. Nicola is the author of Heal Your Inner Good Girl, Unbound and Unbound Writing. She's also the founder of the Unbound Press, a soul-led publishing imprint for unbound women. After playing the archetypal good girl up until her mid-30s, Nicola left her proper job in finance to retrain as a coach and hypnotherapist, and this leap of faith led her to what she does now, activating recovering good girls to embrace their so-called imperfections and shake off the tyranny of shoulds, so they can be their fullest, freest, most magnificent selves. Nicola helps women to write the book their unbound self is calling them to write, whilst growing a community of soul family readers and clients. She currently lives in Southampton in the UK with her husband, Mark. She's the host of the Unbound Writers Club podcast. This is a wonderful conversation with Nicola. We talk a lot about the idea of being unbound, living unbound. Um, We talk a lot about book writing and how that can be a transformational journey for us, how that can help us to express ourselves deeply and um, can just really be be a beautiful and difficult journey. So I hope you'll enjoy it. Well, welcome, Nicola, to the Garden of Belonging podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here with me. Oh, Kim, thank you so much for inviting me. It's gorgeous to be here. Yay. Um, So this season, I'm talking with folks about my theme of bloom bravely. So when I say those words, what comes up for you? And how does this idea show up in your life it's interesting I was thinking about this the word bloom um I think it was about three four years ago actually bloom was my word for the year Mm. and it was the year when I was writing um unbound and I'd I don't always have a word for the year, but I've been tuning into some different words and um, I tend to have a felt sense of words and bloom when I came across it. I think I was looking at different words in the dictionary um, because I think blossom was one of them, but that felt a bit kind of, um, I don't know, the word frilly is coming, you know, it was a bit Uh kind of, (laughs) um, bloom just felt there was something really coherent about it. It just felt, I, like I said, had a really felt sense of it. So when, you know, I noticed that the theme was blooming bravely, that kind of resonated in my bones because I think when I was writing Unbound, I was, that was part of my blooming, which has been an ongoing journey mm-hmm. since. But <clears throat> I think the process of writing that book has kind of activated something, this kind of opening, that's the way 
I experience the idea of blooming, like something mm. is opening to be seen. Mm. Yeah, I love that that sense of opening. And I, I, I feel that way too with words that there's just like mm. this feeling about them and, you know, where you find a couple words that might mean the same thing, but they resonate in a, at a different frequency and that bloom so. just feels, there's a depth to it. I feel like, yes. Yeah. And I love that sense of, um, you know, I, I've thought of it a, a lot as like stepping into our whole full selves but I love that lens you just put on it of, of opening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like opening to our full selves mm-hmm. as well, you know. Um, and I guess like remembering our mm. full selves and allowing our full selves or a fuller version of ourselves. You know, I don't know if we ever get to the point right. uh, where we're completely... <laughs> well willing to allow our full selves to be seen or actually whether we get to a point where we ever really truly remember the fullest Mm. expression of who we are um but yeah there's something there you know it feels like you know when flowers bloom they do it to be seen you know Mm. so there's that kind of allowing ourselves to be seen that feels really important as yeah. well so we're not just doing it for ourselves but for, for others yeah well you know what you just said about um you know I'm not sure we're ever really we ever really get mm. there to be fully blooming really ties in with this quote I pulled out of your book unbound mm. um, you say the journey to becoming truly unbound is a long one with many challenges the past spirals round again and again and you find yourself revisiting the same issues from a different angle each time unlocking a new piece of the puzzle. And that really says to me that sense of, of like, there's this continual growth in blooming, but it's, it's always, it's ongoing. Yeah. 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 And actually, I think maybe in the past, that's something that I could have felt frustrated about or because... I think a lot of the messages we receive are that, you know, we should get to a point where we're done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the idea that it's this ever evolving, like spiraling process can be incredibly liberating. So it's like, you don't have to get to a point where it's like, okay, I, I, I'm perfect now <laughs> you know it's yeah. never but there's always something that's undone um and that's that's really beautiful actually I think there's a lot of freedom in that yeah. and that's given me or it's felt like it's given me a lot of permission to brave uh bloom more bravely mm. because I don't have to get to a point where it's like okay I've got this now Mm-hmm. you don't have I to like act like you, you're there no <laughs> I've made I had it to do that Check. I would never show up you know I'd be like hiding away somewhere that idea I think yeah it's one of the gifts for me in choosing the word unbound or it feel like, feel like it chose me in a way it kind of gives me that sense of permission that if things are not going to plan or I'm not feeling um 
kind of all shiny it's like well it's unbound it's fine Mm -hmm. yeah can you tell us more about that word unbound like what does that mean to you and what does that living unbound look Mm. and feel like it's it's another one of those words that I can really feel in my body and I actually came to it um quite a few probably six or seven years ago now I was um like really feeling into my core well yeah my core desired feelings I was reading the desire map by Danielle Laporte and I one of my core desired feelings like on the surface was freedom Mm. but that word just felt I don't know it didn't really do anything for me Uh, it felt quite generic so I because I'm a word kind of um, word nerd I was looking (laughs) at the dictionary and the thesaurus and it's like well what other words could describe you know how I want to feel and I came across the word unbound and one of the definitions was without a cover or binding Mm. and which obviously like now you know relates to books which you know has become a big part of my life but at the time that idea for me that something had been previously bound that was really important um Mm -hmm. because I think I spent like a big part of my life up until my mid-30s um feeling kind of restricted but I was like something was being held back so I loved the unbound um kind of suggests that feeling of something that has been kind of held back for a long time and there's this sense of release yeah yeah it's beautiful Mm. it's beautiful so I picked out some other quotes from that book because they just really um touched me one is um when you're your true self some people may not like you because they are not your people Mm-hmm. And I just, that just feels so permission giving to me. Cause I think a lot of times we get caught up in that, um, wanting to fit in, you yeah. know, wanting to belong in, you also wrote, wrote a book about the good girl, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that, that comes up for me a lot in that, in that quote, because of this idea that like, I have to be everything for everyone. You know, I have to make all these people happy and I have to be accepted by everyone as sort of this like good girl feeling and I just love that permission of there's going to be people that are not for you yeah yeah and also you know as you're talking there Kim I'm thinking yeah there will be people who are just like definitely not for you like we're never going to be for you but also for me there's something in like allowing the people who are maybe close you know close to us as well um to not like us sometimes or be annoyed or you know irritated or angry with us or disappointed in us you know that's that's okay we're all human and I think when we are trying to live from this place which I definitely did for a long time and absolutely still do at times now you know find myself um trying to please others um you know, beyond how I'm trying to please myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to 
well, this has been a big part of my journey to kind of recognize it's okay for people to be like angry or disappointed with me. It's part of, it's part of living. Um, And that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't have to affect um, a loving relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, we can still be, we can still be in connection with people and have these emotions coming up. That's okay. Mm-hmm. What do you, what have you found has been most supportive in you kind of breaking through that binding to really live an unbound life blooming bravely? I mean, there's, um, there's quite a few, well, there's like the principles of living unbound that I talk about in the book. The one that I feel has been most important for me is shadow like the alchemy of shadow integration and kind of recognizing um remembering welcoming back some of those parts of myself that I had pushed away or thought were unworthy um you know that there was something wrong with them like allowing those back in allowing myself to be present with those aspects of me mm-hmm. um all those aspects of my experience you know as I just spoke about um you know some like anger was a big one for me like I couldn't really accept kind of any anger in myself and Mm. like with other people I would shut down and just need to remove myself from the situation uh you know really was not comfortable with conflict I don't know if you like we ever get comfortable like completely comfortable with conflict (laughs) so that's been a big part for me just um exploring some of those shadow qualities and a lot of that has happened through the through the body rather than being some a mental exercise I think sometimes when Mm. we think shadow work it's like kind of get the journal out and you know we can go into a thinking place but for me it's been about and this connects with bravery, uh, blue. I don't know why I keep saying bravery. <laughs> Alliteration is just a little tricky. <laughs> Blooming bravely, like allowing myself to experience um, what I might have labeled in the past as uncomfortable sensations in my body. Mm. Uh, just allowing myself to feel those experiences, those emotions, those physical sensations and just be present with them rather than like trying to shut it all down Mm -hmm. um so you know if I'm sharing something if I'm expressing something it's okay if there's stuff going on in my body (laughs) you know I can just um yeah it's something else that I talk about in the book this practice of deep agreement like moving closer to feelings that might feel uncomfortable or challenging just allowing myself to be present with them at least for a little bit longer than mm-hmm. I have been able to in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like there's the sense of permission giving and acceptance that mm. you're talking about there that like these parts of me that I saw at one point as wrong or not okay that I'm now welcoming them back and saying there's space for you here too. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's a big 
piece of the work that I do as well, just like that's so important to me is that acceptance, you know, for my own yes. self and for other people, you know, just sort of this big drum that I feel like I'm always beating yeah. that like, no, even this belongs, you know, even this belongs, the anxiety, the, the good girl, you know, let's love yeah. her too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was interesting. I was doing an interview, I think it was last year sometime. And, um, I was talking about the first book, Heal Your Inner Good Girl. And the woman who was interviewing me, she thought I was the thought she thought the title was Kill Your Inner Good Girl. Oh, no, like, no. <laughs> that completely goes against <laughs> my whole way of working. <laughs> you know, it is very much about, you know, lo- offering love and acceptance to all these different parts of us. And like when my inner good girl shows up now, which she does, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's okay um not trying to kind of push her away but just understand why she's showing up and give her some space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah there's something that about that that feels unbound to me as well mm-hmm. that just whole process yeah you know like you're you're almost you're unbinding her right like you're not those all those parts of us that we didn't accept we have like bound away and put into a cage mm-hmm. and now we're like releasing them unbinding them yeah yeah it frees up a lot of energy yeah. you know if we're trying to just you know bind all of these parts constantly keep them, keep them under control that takes so much energy is exhausting yeah. um and we can like end up feeling this kind of numbness because like all of our energy is jammed up so just allowing these parts to move and be expressed is is really really powerful yeah 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 so that was actually this is another quote that I pulled out of your book which is exactly what we've been talking about the unbound woman gives space and deep approval to the many unique and deliciously diverse parts of her mm. and I like that deliciously they're deliciously diverse yeah I just I love that see there's a bit of alliteration so well done <laughs> <laughs> I got you back I know exactly <laughs> and you did a great job <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that word. It's so interesting. You kind of reading these quotes. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of right now. I love that. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I read the book a while ago and it was really fun to go back and like pull out all the things that really stood out to me. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, with books that changes and shifts over time. That's why mm. I love um when you read a book that you really connect with and then you come back to it like a year later or a couple of years later and it's like it can feel like a different book Mm. that's the magical thing about them yeah so let's talk about books so you have your owner of the unbound press yes and you're working with and you've written three books yeah um and you coach other writers Mm -hmm. through the book writing process so talk to me about like how like what a book can do for you in blooming bravely Mm. yeah that's such that is a really great question to think about it in relation to books I mean for me 
books are such a beautiful and potent way of expressing ourselves. Like we're able to go deeper with books, I mm. think, um, and take our time and allow kind of many of the different facets of ourselves to come forward and our story um, through books because of the nature of them. They're longer than, you know, maybe if you were writing a blog post or making a video or, you know, even doing an interview or whatever it is, um, we can really savour that process of writing what we want to what we want to express um, and there's something in like allowing ourselves to see that as a process of radical kind of self-trust as well as we're writing like allowing what wants to come through which to me feels really courageous like mm -hmm. I'm um when I'm working with other and it's, it's primarily women that I work with who are writing their books and they're allowing themselves like to to go on that journey and not have to have it all figured out at the beginning but just go okay I'm feeling the call to do this and I'm just going to trust that what's coming through even if it doesn't make sense um, even if it doesn't feel kind of particularly coherent at the beginning, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust my journey, I'm going to trust the process and allow what wants to come through. And to commit that to the page and to end up with this like actual thing mm -hmm. <laughs> book that you put out into the world. And again, that feels really courageous to me because, and I guess this is, you know, whenever we're expressing ourselves, but there's something about like the physical op object of a book it goes out there you know, and it's it, always out there <laughs> it's out there it lives in people's homes you know <laughs> um it gets to build a relationship with each of the re or the potential to build a relationship with each of the readers who who read the book and you really well, you don't have to let go of attachment to help people experience it, but you drive yourself um, kind of crazy if you were like really attached to how people experience it. You really have to just send it out there and trust that people are going to experience it in the way that each of them needs to. Mm. There's a lots of different layers of um, blooming bravely there, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and you you have this process of like the writing process that you talk about and that you've used yourself seems very different than sort of the traditional writing process you think about where like you, you know, you maybe have an outline and you have sort of this structure in place. Like it's another place where you bring in this word unbound, right? Yeah. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that and why you've chosen to work in that way? What? Again, I don't think I really chose it. I, just kind of <laughs> <laughs> I did try, like when I was writing my first book, um, Heal You in a Good Girl, I did try because all of the advice was like, you know, you need to plan it all out, know what your chapters are going to be, mm -hmm. what you're going to cover in your book. And, um, and it just didn't, 
it just couldn't work in that way. I couldn't write in that way. Um, and by the time I got to my second book, which was, you know, was Unbound, um, the whole process by its very nature had to be more Unbound, <laughs> like that book. <laughs> it literally felt like I was writing kind of about five different books through a lot of the process. It didn't, uh, a lot of it wasn't making sense. It didn't feel like it fit together. So I had to really trust. And also there was a lot of transformation happening in my life during the time, the year that I was writing Unbound, that took about a year to write. You know, move countries, I'd move from the UK to the US. Um, there were all sorts of things coming up in my relationship with my husband because of that you know the um, challenges that that placed on our relationship so we were in this process of re-evaluation there were kind of health challenges in my family like anything that could have come up was coming up during <laughs> that year so but what I recognized was you know and I was working with an incredible mentor at the time who was very intuitive and she was holding a really powerful space for me and she would just be keep saying like just write your way through it and you know just write for yourself don't worry about the book just write mm. so I did you know I was consistently showing up for my writing um and trusting that what was coming through was what was needed and it did kind of form its way into like this coherent whole uh, but it was like way, way, way into the process. Mm. So I had that the experience myself. I never, ever thought that I would be holding space for others to write books. Like through that year, um, my mentor actually, she, like I said, she was very intuitive and she kept saying, I keep getting these images of you like running writing workshops and helping other women to write books. I was like, no way. <laughs> Like, look at this. This is a mess. What, how can I help others to do it? Um, and it was only once Unbound was written and we were getting ready to release it into the world. And I was actually talking to my publisher at the time who was helping me to release Unbound. And he said, I can imagine you doing this and like um, helping other women to write books and share their stories and you'd have your own publishing imprint and it'd be called something like the Unbound Press. <laughs> I just felt this sense of knowing mm. in my body again it was this physical thing and I thought yeah okay um, that feels like what I'm meant to do so I had to trust that um, and did and then started the first round of the Unbound Writing Mastermind. And I was saying to people, I was having conversations saying that I am not a book coach. I've never done this before, but, if you're, <laughs> but I know I can hold space for transformation. Yeah. Like I can hold that space and, and of acceptance of like whatever is coming up um, is exactly what's meant to uh, kind of emerge and unfold. So I'm very grateful <laughs> there was a group of women who decided to come on that journey. And it was through holding space for them that I like, came to say, okay, like there is this other way of doing it. I knew that I'd experienced it, but I could see, you know, when you 
allow yourself to embark on the book writing journey, not just to kind of end up with the finished product, but as a process of transformation in itself, mm-hmm. then like something really special can happen. And the book you end up with, it might not be the book you expected, but you know, it's it has the potential to express like the truest essence of at least what you're there to share kind of at that time. And I think that evolves and changes. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like a process of exploration, <laughs> which again, feels like it's ongoing. Like I've held space for a lot more people now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it can feel really, really challenging, like not to have a plan and to go into something because we've really been conditioned to believe that we've always got to have like everything mapped out and it's like no you've got to leave a room for mystery that's where the magic is well it feels like you're really holding space for not just like a book writing journey but a spiritual journey yeah that occurs as part of that yeah yeah and I like what you said about you know writing for you not just writing for your audience yeah, because then absolutely. it changes you in the process. Exactly, exactly. And then it ends up being mm-hmm. like exactly what your people want to read. Mm-hmm. But we don't start, again, that's something that I was like told when I wrote my first book. It's like, you've got to think, what do people want from you? Um, and you know, be doing lots of market research. And I think there's a place for that. And I think, you know, we... <sighs> There, you know, there is a balance between mm-hmm. writing for yourself and kind of being of service with your writing. But I, I feel like if you don't start with writing for yourself, if it doesn't, if it's not lighting you up, if it's not kind of getting you excited and activated, if you're just trying to kind of write from up here and put mm-hmm. something out there that you think others will you know, with approval, <laughs> we'll yeah. want, you know, we're going into that good girl territory again, and it can just end up being really flat. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like, why are you, why are you doing it? Like, again, exactly. it feels like sort of this, like one of those shoulds versus, you know, yeah. really feeling that, that call and that purpose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, anyone could write a book that's just about kind of sharing information and just putting information out there. We're kind of overwhelmed with information. (laughs) (laughs) So much information out there. So if you're not sharing kind of part of you and like your story and your unique experience, if you're not willing to bring that, then... um, I think then that's like I said where it can end up feeling quite flat and Mm -hmm. you're not going to find you're not going to find your people they're not going to find you Mm. there needs to be something that they can resonate with yeah and also you never know where that book writing journey is going to lead. Like, yes, you have a book at the end of it. Sure. But if, when you're allowing yourself to experience it as this 
transformation in itself like that can activate all sorts of other things in your life which you know it can feel um unsettling at times <laughs> <laughs> it can bring things to the surface that maybe um you weren't aware of or um that you had kind of maybe consciously maybe subconsciously been pushing away mm -hmm. but that's that can be a really magical thing as well kind of what what the book writing journey brings to you yeah I mean if you set out as it being more expecting it to be more of a spiritual journey those things won't maybe surprise you as much no no yeah. they might do still but sure <laughs> come on but uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah when they happen it's like okay like you're able to be more in that place of acceptance mm -hmm. um rather than making it mean uh you know there's something wrong with you or you're doing it the wrong way it's like no this mm -hmm. is this is perfect yeah well, i love this whole theme that's coming up of acceptance and trust mm -hmm. um because in some ways it's very counter to our conditioning in our culture that has sort of all of these bounds <laughs> around everything, right? That it should go, you know, your life should look like this. The way you write a book should look like this. And you're really bringing this space of like, it might not, and that's okay. Yeah. And let's accept that and let's work with it and let's trust what's coming through. Because I think yeah. it's, it's yeah, I just am finishing up um, the last season we talked about self-trust <laughs> on my podcast. Oh. So it ties in really well. Is this, you know, we, in a lot of ways, we're taught not to trust ourselves because we're taught like, okay, you look at this expert or, you know, like this is the way it's done. And, but when we're really able to trust that magic can happen, like you're talking about. Mm, yeah. yeah and I think like those like the idea of blooming bravely like sometimes we might see words like that or you know the whole thing around like visibility and um sometimes we can make it mean because we've been conditioned to see it in that way that we've got to be like really out there all the time like sharing everything that happens to us like that's that's what it means to be mm -hmm. visible to bloom bravely um and it's the same with writing a book we can feel that you know we have to be like writing all the time that's what writing a book looks like but actually I think it's just as courageous to like allow ourselves to step back sometimes and to retreat and to rest and mm -hmm. just to be. And that's a really important aspect of like the unbound writing process that I hold space for. It's like, it's not all about like, yeah, kind of taking action and writing and like sharing everything, like all the feeling that you need to be in that place all the time. It's like, when I, I um hosted an unbound writing session earlier like a group writing session and, and this happens very often like one of the women was like actually I just I just slept during it <laughs> like when we did the check-in at the end she's like I really needed to sleep and 
like sometimes that's um that's blooming bravely like allowing yourself to to do what you need to do or not do <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so it's not all about kind of being out there mm-hmm. it's like the courage to trust yes mm-hmm. completely completely and also knowing or trusting that that like the fact that you've allowed to yourself to do that and to have that experience and like to write your book or whatever it is in a way that feels like kind to you, the energy of that is going to be infused into the book. Like mm. we can feel if somebody has kind of sacrificed themselves um, and pushed through in order to get something out into the world. I think mm. like, on a very subtle level, we can feel that. So yeah, I think that gives a lot of permission to our readers as well. Or, you know, everyone who's around us who is seeing us um, like creating something in this way where we're allowing ourselves to, to rest and mm-hmm. step back and have those times where it feels like nothing's happening, but actually there is always something happening under the surface. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're really taught sort of this idea of having to always be in action, you know, and we forget that all these things actually do happen when we're resting. My kids are currently taking a science class about sleep, you know, and they're learning about all the things that are happening while you're sleeping, like memories are being stored and like you know your energy is being rejuvenated like things are happening when we rest yeah despite what we're told that like rest is lazy and not no forward (laughs) I know I know and like I know personally when I allow myself like either to like go and take a nap or just Mm. get up from my desk and go outside and like sit out in the garden or go for a walk in like that's always the time when the ideas start to flow (laughs) yeah if I'm trying to make it happen no (laughs) I remember doing a project in college I was a computer science major and I was working on this program in college and I was it was like really late and I'm trying and trying and I keep running into this pro this like piece that's not working And I finally was like, I don't know what to do. I gave up and I went to sleep. And when I woke up, I immediately knew the answer. Yeah. I knew how to fix it and it was fine. It's amazing. (laughs) It's so amazing. So learning to trust that as well, because I quite often forget. (laughs) I'm like, no, if I sit here for another 30 minutes, I'm sure I'll figure it out. out." It's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) And the amount of time we spend, the energy and time we spend trying to push. Yeah. I <laughs> when know. if we just took a step away, like we might have saved ourselves yeah. some trouble. Yeah. But you know, that conditioning is strong. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. So um one of the reasons that I love to do this podcast is I love to share the work that people are doing because mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something really fun for me about 
championing other people's work and like being able to share this great stuff that people are doing. So I'm curious if there's anyone who has been especially, their work has been especially supportive for you in Blooming Bravely that you'd want to share with us and give a shout out to. Do you know what? There's so, so many. (laughs) I said (laughs) anyone and then I was like, well. (laughs) I know, I know. I mean, someone who um, I'm really feeling activated by her work at the moment is Kelly Deals, who I love, um, feminist um, marketing coach who's just incredible, uh, the work that she's putting out into the world. Uh, you know which acknowledges like these systems that we're operating in because I think that's so important um, you know to take account of the the patriarchy and white supremacy and like the capitalist systems that we operate within and which for me just like adds to that sense of acceptance and permission because it's like okay this is not mm-hmm. always a personal kind of thing it, like, right. very often there's something collective so she is really inspiring me at the moment but to be honest like every woman I work with <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I get so inspired and activated by like every time I kind of hold space for a group call and like women are sharing and um yeah like allowing themselves to well both to be on this journey of writing a book and like committing to that and um allowing it to be this transformational experience but sharing with each other I just Mm -hmm oh yeah that's why that's one of the gifts of of the work that I do now because it's like a huge part of it particularly through the Unbound Press is championing championing (laughs) I'm in trouble with my words today um all of these incredible writers who Mm. are sharing their magic with the world it just yeah feels like a complete gift to mm-hmm. be able to do that as part of my part of my job <laughs> yeah yeah that's wonderful so if you could give one piece of advice to people for, for blooming bravely in their life what would you say I guess it's the theme that's come through in our conversation which <laughs> is like tr- really trust yourself like trust your own process like trust like trust how it feels to you like if something Mm. feels good trust that if something feels off like trust that as well um beyond any you know what anyone else tells you like trust yourself Mm. and I think a lot of that is about like coming back into our bodies like allowing ourselves to be in our bodies and really trust those feelings because we can often like rationalize things up mm-hmm. here in our heads but yeah trust trust that sense of knowing in your body 
Yeah. We've just circled all the way back. Yeah, <laughs> to the beginning. <laughs> the spiral. <laughs> oh, the spiral. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me and everyone. Make sure you check out the show notes so you can see how you can connect with Nicola. Thank you. Thank you so much, Karen. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me in the Garden of Belonging. I'm so grateful you've chosen to spend your precious time with me. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and tell friends about it. Your efforts support me in reaching more people. Be sure to also check the show notes for ways to connect further with me and my guests. Until next time, I'm wishing you trust in your inherent belonging.